We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. No, we're still liable. Hey, it's cool here if you don't know, and this is Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How are you guys doing out there? We are at a Friday again. We are at that one lovely day of the week. That means that uh, a lot of people don't have to work for a couple of days. Um, however the world still turns, it's not true for everyone, but it is true for some people. So let's make of that what we shall, and whatever our situation is, always find a moment to relax. And if you choose, you might choose to relax and watch something over on Low Bias Gaming, where we have some new stuff. We have uh, Air Guys, two new episodes there, uh, going all the way up to the end of uh, that game. Ogre Battle, uh, March of the Black Queen. We have two, four, six, eight new episodes there. We have Final Fantasy IX, uh, two, four, six, eight episodes there. Uh, Scarlet brings us five new episodes of Darkest Dungeon. Uh, Jason with one new episode of his Minecraft playthrough. And also Jason with Defender, uh, one video of Defender, not a very long video, but it is for the uh, Low Bias Monthly for February 2021 80s arcade games. So, yeah, pretty simple thing. Um, and I hope to see what everyone else picks for that monthly. Uh, over on the forum, we also have a bunch of Fire Emblem stuff, and also a recovered episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, Revenge of the Mistrons from Mars, which is um, actually not a movie, it's a TV show called Captain Scarlet and the Mistrons, not our Scarlet, mind you, uh, which have basically been stitched together into a movie. So, um, yeah, that's available that's from the KTMA era of MS MST3K. Anyway, it is about time for some music, for some show. I hope that you enjoy what is going to come over the next hour. It's your own for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky on Square Wave Symphony, CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax.
listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. The song was by Minako Hamano and Akira Fujiwara, and it is the title theme of today's game from the archives. While lending mission support on planet SR388, interstellar bounty hunter Samus Aran is attacked by an ex-parasite, an organism with the ability to mimic the abilities of any creature it infects. Near death, Samus is saved by a vaccine made from the DNA of the last Metroid, the ex-parasite's only natural predator. When the ex spread to a research station in orbit aboard, uh, around, sorry, through SR388, a weekend Samus is forced to exterminate them all or die trying. Uh, so this is Metroid Fusion. Fusion. It is a platform game for the Game Boy Advance, developed and published by Nintendo, and released in 2002. It is kind of regarded as being kind of a black sheep in the Metroid, um, the, the, in the Metroid family, mostly because of its very linear nature. Even if you're trying to uh, sequence and break it, you can't do much of it unless you super break the game. But um, it's still a pretty decent game. It's decent enough that Jade Farrow decided to play for us. 12 videos available at mobilesgaming.net if you want to check that out.
Astra by Maldivere Dragonwitch, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is, of course, time for the news of the weird. And as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time. Some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. One story will be skipped. Uh, this segment is usually about 13 15 minutes long, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, Bright Idea, Recompose, a company in Kent, Washington, now offers an environmentally friendly alternative to, to traditional burial, human composting. The Seattle Times reported that on December 20th, the first bodies were laid in, placed in steel cylinders full of soil where decedents rest for, uh, for 30 days, covered with wood chips and straw. After that, they're moved to a curing bin to finish releasing carbon dioxide, and then remains can be returned to family or donated to an ecological restoration project near Vancouver. According to Recompose, the finished soil is very similar to the topsoil bought at a local nursery. This is a very controlled process, completely driven by microbes, explains CEO Katrina Spade. It's fueled by plant material and monitored in a very rigorous way. The entire process costs $5,500 and includes an optional service. I'm... Okay, one, I'm left to wonder how much it costs for other methods of, um, you know, funeral services, I guess you could say. Second, I don't know if I could deal with having a bag full of soil that used to be my friend or a family member. That's just kind of weird, but maybe it's just an unconventional way of thinking. And sometimes these unconventional ways are kind of all right, but they definitely take some getting used to. Um, so who knows? Um, Maybe it'll catch on, maybe it won't. Um, one way to think of it is, it's like getting buried, except there's no coffin. Um, mistaken identity. Uh, Lisa Boothroyd, 48, of Rugby in Warwickshire, England, got a shock when the handful of popping candy she ate turned out to be small novelty fireworks used as noisemakers instead. The box of fun snaps was shelved among other candies at her, her local cost cutter store, she told the, da the Daily Mail on January 18th, and the packaging was similar, but the result was painful. Boothroyd reported chemical burns on her lips and gums and a cracked tooth. That moment I crunched down was terrifying, Boothroyd said. I felt explosions in my mouth followed by a burning pain. Ex a spokesperson for cost cutter said the fun snaps would be Quote, removed from the confectionery section with immediate effect. So was was it put there on purpose or was it put there by someone else? Because I, I have heard stories of people just kind of randomly picking up and putting down items uh, in an attempt to shoplift and maybe that's kind of what happened here is someone doing that but that's I mean, that's just unfortunate what happened there. Um, the only thing that I can think of 
and this is probably a little inappropriate. Don't you put it in your mouth, don't you put it... Okay. Moving right along to news you can use. Japanese entrepreneur Shota Ishida, 30, has zeroed in on a way to relieve the anxiety felt by a narrow niche of people, the roughly 1% of the population, he says, who worry about body odor. It's something they can't bring up with friends or family, he told CBS News. So they turned to his company, Odorate, for a scientific analysis to determine whether they are emitting offensive odors. Okay. Customers create a smell sample by wearing a plain white t-shirt enhanced with absor uh, odor-absorbing activated charcoal for 24 hours, then mail it to Ishida's lab north of Tokyo. For about $150, Ishida will uh, subject the sample to GCMS analysis, a technology used to identify unknown chemicals, and produce a report which can include such descriptions as old age smell or onions starting to rot. <laughs> That's awfully specific. He says about half of his customers are given the all clear with no obvious offensive orders. Getting the facts is a huge relief for clients, he said. I mean, it's better to know for sure and to have that scientifically provable than to not really be sure how things are, I guess? That seems like... seems like a long way to go to get this result, but yeah, it's... It, it appears to be scientifically sound, so I guess if you have the $150, you can find out how much you stink. Weird science! Um, also this story. In a first for paleontologists, the perfectly preserved anus of a dinosaur has been found in China. Psittacosaurus, uh, a Cretaceous period relative of the Triceratops, was about the size of a dog, and researcher Jacob Vinther of the University of Bristol in the United Kingdom described his discovery as unique to live science. It's like a Swiss army knife of excretory openings used for uh, pooping, peeing, breeding, and egg-laying. It was not clear to the researchers whether the dinosaur was male or female. Uh, one size fits all? I don't... I, what can I say about a Cretaceous butthole? Uh, let's just move right along to antisocial skills. Um, yeah. Th those are probably pretty useful while there's a pandemic. But anyway. Um, Trevor Savak, 20, is suspected of stealing underwear and AirPods on January 17th from a group of young women staying at a Las Vegas area hotel and leaving behind a note illustrated with a hand-drawn heart in one of their bags reading, Text me if you want your panties back, according to court documents. Uh, the women contacted Savak, who said he would return the underwear if they sent pictures of certain areas, which you can probably guess, KTN, uh, KTNV TV reported. Police arrested Savak, good, who worked at the hotel, not good, and are asking the public's help in finding more possible victims. Excellent. Um, yeah. That seems like a rather incompetent criminal. But let's talk about 
one of the least competent criminals. As paramedics in Houston responded to a call on January 21st, Ronaldo Leonard, 36, uh, jumped into the into their Houston Fire Department ambulance and drove, emergency lights flashing, about four miles to a jack-in-the-box where he got in the drive-thru lane, according to police. The smoking gun reported the ambulance was tracked to the restaurant and Leonard was arrested and charged with fel felony theft of the vehicle, which is valued at more than $150,000. Why would you drive an ambulance with emergency lights flashing to a jack-in-the-box. That is my question. What... What gives you this idea? I... Oh my goodness. Some people... Some people... need to sit down for about five minutes and then sit down for another ten minutes and just keep sitting down and preferably not in the driver's seat of an ambulance. One second. drink of the water bottle and we shall move on to something creepy we we definitely have seen creepy but anyway here we go monica green noticed a few things out of order when she returned to her home in rockhampton queensland australia on january 18th the back door was open the air conditioner was running and a half-cooked meal of chicken nuggets was left in her kitchen green called police who discovered at an attic opening uh, was partially removed, but instead of finding uh, someone hiding up there, they determined someone had been living there, perhaps for some time. News.com.au reported, I felt shocked, terrified, and scared, said Green, a mother of three children. Being alone in the home scares me. Green said she had noticed food mi uh, missing and her security camera, camera disabled in the days before the discovery, but she thought they were just coincidences or her imagination. Police have not caught the intruder. Yeah, that's... that is very creepy. What? Oh my goodness. That... that is beyond creepy. Just imagine if there was an evil monkey living in your closet, except five times worse. Looking behind me, making sure there's no one there. There isn't. Moving on. Um, our next story. Oops. Uh, the Monroe Township, Michigan Fire Department uh, launched a rescue mission on January 26 after receiving a call from uh, about a goose or duck possibly injured and in distress on the fro uh, frozen river Raisin. Excuse me. Firefighters suited up and headed out on the ice, WXYZ-TV reported, but realized upon closer inspection that the bird was just a hunting decoy. It ended up being a good training session, actually, said Chief Mark Cherney. In the end, we can sleep well at night. A bird is not suffering. <laughs> that's, that's a very... A very specific thing to uh, to get sauce from. A bird is not suffering. I guess if there is a bird that is not suffering, we can sleep soundly in our beds tonight. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Recent alarming headlines. Uh, well, just the one. But anyway, this isn't technically a headline. But anyway. 
I would love to see the headline that um, that uh, Andrews McNeil here has pulled from WNBC, but um, they didn't write it down. So I guess check the WNBC website if you want to check that out. Police in Rome, New York, responding to an animal cruelty complaint on January 13th, arrived at home to find a man cooking a canine on an outdoor grill, police said. The unnamed man uh, cooperated with police, saying the animal was a coyote, which would be legal in New York as hunting and trapping the canines is allowed with a license, WNBC TV reported. Animal control officers took the carcass to Cornell University for testing to determine its species. Uh, and, and then what? If they find that it's a coyote, are they going to eat it? Or are they just going to dispose of it? I mean, if it is a coyote, you've just... You've just... Um, taken away someone's meal. Of course, if it isn't, then there's definitely an issue somewhere. But let's not think about that. Let's let's hope that everything is fine and above board as we experience the continuing crisis, uh, which will actually end today's news. So it's continuing until it ends, I guess. Um, yes. Authorities who pulled over a pickup truck in Ellsbury, Missouri, soon discovered the vehicle had been stolen, KMOV TV reported on January 25th. So they headed to the owner's home where they found skeletal remains in another vehicle in the garage and a ransacked, uh, ransacked house. Lincoln County Sheriff Rick Harrell said the body may have been there since last summer and, quote, a group of criminal opportunists. Uh, had just ransacked the residence and taken many items. We've recovered stolen vehicles, stolen firearms, and tens of thousands of dollars in other related items. The scavengers would have had to walk right past the body for months as they removed items, he added. Prosecutors are working to bring charges against 25 suspects and there may be more, authorities said. Investigators have not yet identified the remains or determined exactly when the person died. That's, uh, okay, um, yeah, I'm, I got nothing to say about this one. The only thing that I have left to say in this segment is that you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Let's get to some music, shall we? Mm-hmm. 
Family Business by Dot Poo from his self-titled DP, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky, and it is time for gaming next month, or technically this month, because I am bad at time. Anyways, uh, here are the games that are coming out in February of 2021, starting with a couple of games that are already out, namely Control for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S, 
and uh, Destruction All-Stars uh, for PlayStation 5. Uh, yesterday we've had Blue Fire for Switch and PC, and Werewolf the Apocalypse, Apocalypse Earthblood for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And releases today include Kinetic Edge for PC, Neo 2 the Complete Edition, as well as Remastered, as well as the first one Remastered, uh, as well as the Neo Collection. <laughs> so a lot of Neo stuff. Uh, most of that is for PlayStation 5, except for Neo 2 not remastered for PlayStation 4. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 is coming out on February 11th for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. February 12th we have Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for the Switch. Uh, February 18th King of Seas is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Persona 5 Strikers comes out on February 23rd for PS4, Switch, and PC. Uh, February 25th, two games for the Switch. We have Hellpoint and we have Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which I was not expecting a no another Ghosts and Goblins game this far in, but there you go. And finally, on February 26th, we have Bravely Default 2 coming out for the Switch and Retro Mania Wrestling for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that rounds out the list. Fairly short one this time after a couple of long ones, but uh, there it is and there you go. Uh, so if you want to check this list, which can be updated at any given time, just go to GameInformer.com slash 2021. There's the list. And um, yeah, that's as simple as that. Let's get some more music. Uh, you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax.
that was The Wizard by Pizza Delivery, which sounds pretty good right about now, actually. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. So, nothing formal today. I guess I just want to talk about a couple of games that um, that I've been playing recently. So, yeah, here we go. First one that I will talk about is Ring Fit Adventure. I just picked it up um, about a week ago at this point. And um, let me tell you, they're, they're not kidding around when they say this is an exercise game. <laughs> Um, it might seem a little unlikely at first, um, like, the, the, I, I haven't played a whole lot of Wii Fit or Wii Fit U, um, I never really had a balance board, and I, I, I think that those games are not quite as popular as, um, as they could have been just because of the whole balance thing. Everything happens on the balance board and there's no like... like everything is based on on you like either putting some sort of pressure on the balance board or trying to keep yourself balanced or things like that. It can't really track a whole lot of your actual movement. Now with Ring Fit Adventure uh, you actually... Uh, it. You know, you have your Joy-Cons. Uh, it comes with two accessories. One is simply a leg strap. You put the Joy-Con in the leg strap, you stra strap it to your leg, and uh, there it is, and there you go. The other part is the Ring-Con. And this is the this is the part that really brings the exercise into Ring Fit Adventure. Um, like 75% at least of the exercises that happen in Ring Fit are going to happen with the Ring Con in some way. Maybe you're uh, raising it above your head, or maybe you're pulling on it, pushing on it. Um, there's um, a thigh press, so squeezing it between your thighs. Uh, there's all sorts of different exercises. I think it's like 40 exercises. And you don't start with all 40. At least not when you're doing adventure mode, because they did gamify this. Because of course they did their, their Nintendo, why wouldn't they? Um, but yeah, uh, I've been playing adventure mode for, I think today was day... 9? Day 8 or 9. Yeah, day, day 9. Because it actually tells you, it, it actually tells you, yeah, today is day 9 of your adventure. Um, I just have a terrible memory, as you might know. But, um, yeah, I've been doing it for nine days, and, uh, it's definitely for a hard first couple of days. Uh, you get used to it as you go, and you're gonna get more used to it if you keep doing it. So, uh, the only real barrier in, um, in Ring Fit Adventure is definitely the uh, the price point. It does cost in Canada a hundred dollars new. So um, 
It's a bit of an investment, but if you think you can justify it as an exercise purchase, if you're a bit on the fence um, about getting it because you're not really sure, like you haven't heard any, you know, secondhand, um, you know, accounts of is this any good? I've been using it for nine days and I think it's pretty good. So I would recommend getting it if if you're on the fence about it. If you're not big into exercise programs, then this is not for you, let me tell you right now. But anyway. Um, so yeah, Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, another thing that I want to, uh, to mention is um, Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited. Now uh, this is effectively a, um, a fan engine for uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, specifically they want the copy of Sonic 3 and Knuckles that you get from the uh, Sonic, uh, the, from the Sega Classic Series, uh, Sega Genesis Master System Classic Series I think it's called on Steam. Um, so uh, yeah, so you do you do need to get that ideally um, in order to play Angel Island Revisited. But it is definitely the way to play Angel Island. Uh, it is definitely the way to play Sonic Three and Knuckles. Um, first of all, even just completely unmodified, you have some remastered music. You have a 16 by 9 display. Um, you can turn off lives, you can turn off the time limit, um, you can, um, they, they kind of modernize the, um, the Blue Sphere game a little bit, um, trying to make the animation a little smoother, you can make the rings count down in that, um, you can even set different music uh, per zone. Like if if there is different music between um, Sonic 3 and the Sonic 3 Knuckles uh, connection, then you can use either one. Like I like the Knuckles theme from Sonic 3 and it really sucks that I can't hear it if I have if I'm playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but if I'm playing Angel Island Revisited, I can play the Knuckles theme from Sonic 3 while playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That's pretty cool. Um, but not only that, you can also mod it. Um, it is very moddable. Uh, I've played with a set of um, kind of remix music. Um, I've played with a um, Freedom Planet pack, which unfortunately there is not a complete Freedom Planet pack right now, but um, the um, the the one with the the one that I was using has a complete um, lilac sprite set and a mostly complete uh, Carol sprite set uh, in the role of Knuckles. Uh, they don't have Mila's tails, unfortunately. So if you if you're a Mila fan, yeah, well, you're out of luck for now. But uh, something might crop up at some point. You don't know. I don't know. Who knows. Um, only the uh, only the mod authors now, but um, yeah, it. I've had a lot of fun playing through uh, Sonic 3 again. 
I'm not sure if I ever played through Sonic 3 and Knuckles and beat the entire thing without cheating. I'm not 100% sure of that, um, but I have definitely beaten Sonic 3 Air without cheating. Um, so if that counts, which I feel like it does if you didn't mod the actual gameplay, yeah, it counts. Especially if you manage to get uh, all seven Chaos Emeralds, all seven Super Emeralds, and then manage to bash your face against the next to last boss while the game does not allow you any rings if you die. Um, that cost me about 20 to 25 lives, but I made it. I made it through, and yeah. So that's pretty fun. If you have um, Sonic, um, Mega Drive, and uh, Master System Classics for Switch, then uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited is free. Um, otherwise, well, you're probably going to need to get that particular pack off of Steam. Um, yeah, so that's about all I have to say. Let's get to some more music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax.
That was Bilge by G-Lion. And here comes Takijana with Dancing Ghost Boss. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. <laughs> that's all that's the end of the show and i hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the square wave symphony i will be back of course in a week or possibly two and um yeah we're gonna have some more fun together aren't we yes lots of fun lots of fun lots of fun anyway enough with this uh with this whole being uh creepy stuff there's been enough creepy in this episode Let's just get on to the credits, shall we? Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Barton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Gaming Next Month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. Segment music composed by myself, Manama Namiki, Noriki Kimikor, Twilight of Defects, Sean Daly, Gigandect, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm and press R to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. 
You can also leave feedback on ckdu.ca, click on Shows, find Square Wave Symphony, and click on Leave Feedback. There is also a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash square sim, or just search for Square Wave Symphony. Square Wave is one word on Apple Podcasts, Google Player, TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcatchers out there. In fact, I think it was just listed on something called Verbal, which is new. Um, yeah, so that's cool. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm cool here if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time.